it's Wednesday, January 5th, and welcome to the Cosmic Goodness Loves You podcast. My name is Cassidy Gard, and each day I pick a quote, a book, a movie, a documentary, something that struck a chord in me that day. And today I am thinking about the quote, water seeks its own level. Water seeks its own level. This is originally from Lydia Grant, and when she said this, it basically just means that quality people of integrity find other quality people of integrity and vice versa. It also means high quality finds high quality and low quality finds low quality. And I was just thinking about the, there's been so many phases of my life, especially throughout my early 20s, when uh, there were times that I was the low quality friend and the things that interested me and that I did, oh God, I did so very many um, questionable things. And some of the things I have embarrassment around and I I think it's important to have things that you take to your grave. Maybe one day I'll tell like my grandchildren or something like that. But for the most part, there were a lot of times that I I did questionable things. And the people around me during those times were also doing questionable things. And it, it usually involved dudes. It was us around so many boys. And uh and now I I always think about energy exchange and how the people that we spend time with and however we bond with others, whether it's intimately, emotionally, physically, that is an energy exchange. And I'm trying to be really thoughtful about whose energy I intake and who I give my energy to. And if you have a conscious consumption for people in moderation and you know have you guys ever like has anyone listening to this ever like gotten high off of a person and when I say that I mean you find somebody that you are you you just cannot get enough of them and you literally become addicted but it's not like you're like a crazy person like they become addicted too it's like you do form this like addiction upon one another and you go into this bubble where you just you just laugh and you have the best time in the whole entire world and and one of those people was definitely my ex-boyfriend but um it was a constant game of um avoidant and anxiety and he was the avoidant I was the anxiety and it was a circle just over and over and over back and forth and he only ever really wanted me when I decided I had had enough. And when I retrusted and was into it, like he literally just wanted to be by himself as much as possible. So it, it taught me so much about how to seek out um, availability. I saw a really incredible quote today and it kind of it hit me because when I read it, I realized that I was somebody that had, I don't like the word struggled, but yeah, I had struggled with, with this particular thing. And, um, the quote is, 
I send it, I always do this. I send it to a bunch of my friends. If, if something really resonates, I just want everyone to read it. Okay. It's from James Sebastiano. And he says, it takes time to learn how to be attracted to what's good for us. It takes time to learn how to be attracted to what's good for us. I'm telling you, when I read that, I had one of those like uh, epiphany, holy grail moments because I'm really curious about how our attractions for people change after we have just had enough of certain unavailability, certain types of people, that it really leads us to shift um shift like what's exciting right like somebody I was talking to somebody the other day and and um I just realized like the things that excite me now I've just learned what's of quality and it's so different than I ever spent time thinking about before and so going along with water seeks its own level mentality there was a quote I had read that said to attract better you have to become better. You can't do the same things and expect change. Transform your mindset. Upgrade your habits. Think positive. Be hopeful and consistent with your evolution. It all starts with you and how you feel about yourself. If you're in a leveling up phase and you notice friction with certain people in your life, don't be afraid. You might be outgrowing them. This especially happens when you are in a new season of, of your life and you feel yourself, this is the part where I'm talking, <laughs> you feel yourself literally know it's time to move on to the next chapter. And yeah, there's a friction to that because as you're outgrowing where you were before, but you're trying to like figure out how to navigate the new thing, it feels so uncomfy. That's exactly how I felt when I was back in LA after being in New York, I, I couldn't stay away from New York this past summer. And when I went back to LA, it just felt like the juice wasn't worth the squeeze. Like all of the goodness had evaporated. Like the things that had excited me that I had looked forward to kind of just dissolved when the pandemic happened. To To move to a city because there are events but events because I was a red carpet reporter and I was an entertainment reporter and so to be there so I could be like in the the flux of it all and then it's no longer there because of a global pandemic I mean we've we just postponed the Grammys again and you know who cares I really I mean who honestly <laughs> so mean who cares okay you know it's great it'll it'll be at a, it's it's at the level of gal, gal gadot's uh, imagine video which she just did an interview explaining she even thought it was kind of idiotic so i just yeah i don't really care about events not happening but it just sort of feels like i went to la to do events and for almost a decade i did them and now i don't know it just I don't really want to do events. I don't really want to do red carpets. I, I'm interested in doing sit-down, thought-provoking interviews where you have half an hour to an hour, but two questions thrown at somebody when they're on the way out trying to get into an event. 
although I did have one of the best interviews of my life and it was with Lady Gaga. And so there there are certain times and in, in people that magical things happen that you, you can't predict otherwise. But I I'm, have just been so drawn to New York and I couldn't figure out why. And I didn't know if it was because like there was somebody I was supposed to meet or like a, a thing that was going to happen that would make it all make sense. Like why was I so magnetized here after all this time like what is it that and I still you know I kind of have a feeling what it is but I'm not totally sure what it is and and I'm just trying to like live in a place of minimal expectation for what it is but I just know right now I feel so much better being here rather than there and that's kind of what like all of this is about is is you know a part of me had a hard time leaving LA because I thought I came here to do such a certain specific thing. And like that thing hasn't hundred percent come to fruition. So am I quitting by leaving earlier before I've done it? And no, honestly, I think our flexibility and availability to be fluid and know that it's all right. You know, my interest level and things that have to do with spirituality and authors and self-help I love self-help and Buddhism and Reiki healing and crystals like that just surmounts everything else that's like the thing that if I see it or read it if I see anything about energy or frequency I get so lit up about it that's so much more interesting to me than reading about celebrity gossip and doing news stories about it um for a gossip site or you know like which is something I did for kind of a long time and it it was like a very low vibrational activity to do and one time I read something and it was like you know try to imagine like the hours of time you spend putting investing into keeping up with other people and what their lives are and what they're doing and that they, they don't do the same for you because they don't even know you exist and that kind of led me to lose all interest in reading gossip sites because there was a time period and I remember being in high school and I would just I would just like spend all my time in the library reading Perez Hilton and um I well it was a fantasy it's because I was just I was in Florida and I all I wanted to do was be in New York or LA and so this was the time of which shows like the OC were really big and um yeah the OC was really I just really remember Perez always writing about the actors on the OC and so where am I going with all of this? That's a great question. Where I'm going with all of this is to just, I feel like I've outgrown my old life, but I haven't quite figured out what the new one is. That's what it is. That's what exactly what it is. And there's just, there's just a lot of change happening right now. There are so many things in flux and different places that people are being drawn to and I feel like it's it's weird because a lot of my friends are leaving LA right now and a lot of them are going to Texas and Florida and I'm trying to imagine if I had stayed in LA for the time being and I was there what is it that like would I have felt left behind if everyone was leaving and going off or I did leave and go off but a lot of people are also leaving New York and and I don't know where everyone's going other than Florida and uh, Texas, but I would say that my 
biggest thing is I just want to feel free and non-restricted. I just rewatched the documentary, The Band, The Last Waltz, directed by Martin Scorsese, or Marty, as everyone calls him that's, that's ever worked with him, Marty Scorsese. And as I was watching it, you know, these are all my favorite rock stars that have ever existed. Bob Dylan, Van Morrison, Levon Helm, Robbie Robertson. Who else? Who else was in it? Oh my gosh, Eric Clapton. And these people were so alive and passionate and sexy and tapped in and turned on and tuned in. And they just had the best style. And I kept watching it just thinking like they would pan through the crowd and show the people in the first couple of rows. And I couldn't help but think just imagine to be at one of those shows and to be in that piece of history and like what are we doing now that that feels monumental that feels like a piece of history like the way that Martin Scorsese shot that it's an it's an art exhibit the whole entire thing like the angles and the 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 quality of of shooting on film and the cameras and as I was watching it I just thought like if I were at that today everyone would just be filming vertical on their iPhone and we would have these files up in the iCloud and then maybe we get a TikTok out of it or something like very quickly edited. But like, what are we doing that's that's a legacy? You know, and I guess, I guess I don't know. I feel like there is this like really iconic, classic quality to to everything and and especially the 60s and the 70s just the way that they dressed the way things were shot this um you know all of the people like when I watched them in the documentary and I just think like wow like none of them knew what the internet was going to be none of them had cell phones and when they're interviewed talking about bands like they just seem so like present and and tapped in and and they have like this they all kind of talk more similarly like they have a more like slow way of speaking I feel like that's something I've noticed in a lot of documentaries is that people spoke slower back then I don't know if that makes any sense but I've just noticed and maybe it's because I always watch um kind of like hippie flower children exhibit documentaries and the people were all kind of high so maybe that's why everyone talks slower but yeah I I couldn't help but notice that so I'm going to New York for the weekend it's really important to do this I've been hardcore quarantining because my mom is in town but I also haven't left the suburbs in almost a month and I feel so stir crazy and stagnant and I haven't seen anyone else the only thing I've done is go to the grocery store and I feel like it's, 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 I feel like there's a risk factor in going into the city and it's almost weird to talk about this because I don't want to watch it back and be like, oh my God, it was like the horror film right before she went when she knew it was going to be risky and she did it anyway. But I just think I was thinking about just to go meet up with people and to really feel like, are they tested? Am I going to get 
Omicron? Am I going to get COVID? Is it an idiotic thing to go in and see friends? Should I just like wait another couple of weeks? But also like I'm so going crazy tucked out here in the middle of nowhere. And so I, you know, I've made the executive decision that it feels like a safe and healthy thing to do and that balance is important. And I say balance is important because this is a long haul. It's a long haul thing we have to deal with. And if I just keep waiting and waiting and waiting, like, I don't know, like, if I can do it in the sense that, like, I just have to see other people. I have to be in new environments. Like, I'm just excited to be in my car tomorrow and listen to music and drive. Like, when did I ever just get excited for the driving? I mean, actually, yes, I've always loved driving. I feel I find it to be very therapeutic because you just kind of, your main prerogative is to be on the road and you're not on your phone. And I always feel hyper-tapped in and, and, and focused when I'm on the road. And it feels really good. I actually had debated taking the train in. But um, I just like to be able to have all of my things. And when I'm on the train, I have to consolidate. And so I'm going to go into the city. And um, I'm just looking forward to to seeing how different it is. I hope it doesn't feel super different from a month ago. But I heard that it, it was a different energy. So I keep thinking what a wild time that we are living in. And... Um, or, yeah, I guess there's a couple of projects that, like, are totally, totally, totally not into fruition where I can talk about them. But my days right now are mostly consumed with um, lots of phone calls and, and getting gears in motion and things moving, which is always exciting. And I my favorite thing about all of that is just the people that you end up working with when you're collaborating I love that the absolute most and I think it's a really good lesson in learning like what to put your energy into and what to just like let pass by and go and not to have regrets or you know second guess things like I just want to be a decisive person that follows my gut and knows how I feel about certain things and trusts my intuition to lead me in the right direction and if I need to recalibrate because I've gone off the rails that it's okay. It's okay. You can make mistakes and you can do it without being a perfectionist and all is, you know, forgiven in your heart and not to worry about it. And these are the kinds of things that um, just feel really good to, to live in that space of. And I want to live in that space because it feels sacred and healthy and yummy and so good. And I'm going to read an affirmation deck card that I pulled and it is my thoughts become things thoughts do become reality every thought that you have whether it is positive or negative becomes an absolute reality in your present or future circumstance your thoughts create vibrations that affect both your inner and outer worlds you can select your thoughts just the same way you select your clothes every day or the music you listen to. Therefore, you create the reality in which you are going to live. Think wisely. Seek high vibrations. This is from um, the card deck that is given at Holistica Tulum. And I really recommend it. I liked it very much. And I will just leave you with 
take deep breaths, drink lots of water with lemon, definitely add the frozen ginger from Trader Joe's, always add a little bit of mint, blend it if you're feeling extra spicy fancy, and it's really good to put raw manuka honey on sits, which I would know because I currently have a lot of them. <laughs> Stress is making me break out, and do you ever guess Guys, ever just have days where you just feel so ugly, whether it's a breakout or you're just like bloated and gross. Like that's how I felt all day today. And all I wanted to do was take a hot shower and curl up and watch the last waltz. That's all I could think about. I send you all the love and light. Cosmic goodness loves you. And I will see you guys tomorrow or talk to you guys tomorrow. Not see you, but I feel, I feel you. Thank you for being here.